1: It's 13 after 11 o'clock. We continue the conversation on the talking point. And of course, uh, the rest of this hour will focus on the breaking news coming out of the Constitutional Court this morning. Absolutely unprecedented the kind of judgment ruling that has been handed down in this particular case. The court itself even acknowledging that it is in uncharted waters and that it is taking extraordinary steps but simply because he because the constitutional court believes that the ways in which the former president has undermined its authority in and of itself has been extraordinary let me welcome to this conversation to give you a reaction and of course i'll also be taking your calls on this matter the former president has 5 days to go and hand himself over as you heard to the ngandla police station failing which th- Uh, You know, if if he fails to to meet that deadline within three days, the police minister and the national commissioner will have to ensure that they bring him in effectively. That's what's likely to happen. So uh, within the next nine to 10 days, former president Jacob Zuma will be behind bars. That seems to be the order that has been given by the Constitutional Court, the highest court in the land. I'll be taking your calls on this on 11 714 the SMS line 41391 on WhatsApp 0614104107 and on Twitter it's at SFM Radio the hashtag there, SFM Talking Point. Let me welcome to the conversation Mpumelelo Zikalala. He is Director at Zikalala Attorneys. Good morning and thank you so much for your time today. Uh,
2: good morning, Kate, and good morning to your listeners.
1: Just listening to the Acting Chief Justice sisi Kampempe delivering this judgment, I think overall one gets a sense of how the deliberations and the considerations on this matter played the, themselves out, and, and not least of which through uh, the majority and the minority judgments as well. You, you, you get a... a multiple thinking in terms of how this matter could have been approached
3: mm.
2: I, I think it shows the robust discussion that we're taking on while they were discussing this judgment it shows the the very good points that both sides came with mm. uh, and, it, and it came down to a vote basically of saying what's your view um uh, basically saying it was dependent on the number of judges that are there thinking that the manner in which or the conduct in which they've received from the former president it is so unprecedented and warrants such harsh punishment Mm -hmm. to such an extent that they're going to say we can't give you a suspended sentence we could have Uh, ordinarily that would have been the the cases so sort of the general rule however due to the exceptional circumstances that you are dealing with your former position as the former head of state in which you've you, you You basically said on two occasions, your allegiance is to the Constitution and the provisions of the Constitution, and yet you are the one who defies this particular court, the highest court mm. in the land, mm. in terms of those instructions. Now, it says to us, you have a complete disregard of the rule of law. Even if we say you have a suspended sentence and you provide you with the last chance, we are of the view that you are not going to comply. So rather than delaying time and the inevitable, Let's rather issue your sentence now, so that at the end of the day, it can be shown, because that's what we want to do. We want mm-hmm. to show the public that we are a court that has clout. We are a court that can be able to dish out the punishment as it as as sees fit, based on the circumstances, and we are going to send you to prison within the next 10 days, as you have said it, so that it, you are an example of saying, if anyone was planning on defying the State Capture Commission or any other commission or any other court and disregarding the instructions from court, this is what's going to happen, mm-hmm.
1: It's interesting because even when we look at part of what you've touched on, Bumelelo, the court said it would not be so naive to believe that if the former president was given another opportunity to go before the commission of inquiry to uh, give his side of the story, that he would in fact take that opportunity up.
2: They, they, they definitely because they are saying you you have said a number of times in the media statements um, that you're not going to, to to comply you have said a number of times that regardless of what we do you'd rather go to prison now what is also alarming and which the court may have I, I, I alluded to in its judgment is this whenever you are required to come and answer to this particular court you don't respond however a day later or a day before that's when you receive media statements meaning that you are aware that on that particular day you are going to deal with your matter. You are aware that you have to apply your mind to the facts and to the information that we have in our possession. And yet you choose not to come to the forum that we have opened specially for you, mm. in which you would be able to protect your rights as you've alluded to. In fact, the court went, went further in providing advice and said, if you had launched an application to suspend these proceedings, maybe we would have heard you. But what you chose is to simply move away from the official dispute resolution forums and they went to the media. And we can't protect when you are in the media, but we have to to protect the clout of those forums Mm -hmm. so that at the end of the day, if they dish out or they issue out directives, they are respected by the people in which we need to comply.
1: There's no question about the fact that the Constitutional Court takes exception to the comments that have been made by the former president in public about how the court does its work. And in fact, um, I found it interesting that in this judgment, they didn't shy away from engaging the conversations, the debates, and even some, some of the things that had been said within the public space and said, even though these are matters that have not been put before us formally, we are still going to engage these allegations and, quite frankly, refute them and describe them as being illogical and unfounded?
2: Definitely. Let's remember that what, what the court is trying to do here is, 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 to, is to save its brand, so to say. It's, mm. to, it's to say, here yeah, we are as the court. We, we are the ones that are responsible for the law and order. We are the ones responsible for ensuring that there is compliance. So if we are going to issue orders in, in line with, with our duties, and you find the former number one citizen of the country not obeying them, then what's going to happen to an ordinary who stays in Devon. So we have to show that this is what's going to happen to you in a manner of punishment if you don't obey this order. The effectiveness of any court system or any legal system is dependent on that particular court being able to issue out these type of judgments and those judgments being complied with. Now, if it's going to issue out judgments and they are simply ignored. That means it's it's a it's a process or a forum where it's just time wasting.
1: Mm. M- um. I-, I want us to 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 look at uh, at another issue here where this judgment is is concerned, and in mm-hmm. in particular around the things that perhaps all the justices of the Constitutional Court agreed on, because I think even in that minority judgment, there are concessions in terms of where they believe the former president has behaved and how his behavior has been mm. a slight on the processes of 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 the law of this country
2: mm. they're basically saying your your disregard or non-compliance says a lot about about your character and the way in which you perceive our power and our authority so on on, on that one we we, we can't be so any different with our the, the majority. But where we differ is in the type of punishment that you must endure. Mm. And that type of punishment must also be in line with the Constitution. I think the the, 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 the arguments of saying we need to comply with the Constitution, especially Section thirty five, in which because these type of proceedings are a hybrid type of, 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 of proceedings, in which we start off in a civil matter and then end up having to use principles that are used in criminal courts. So if we are going to go there, let's also adopt the principles that have been adopted a long time ago and their precedence in terms of determining the type of sentence that one should, 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 should get. I think that's where the, the, the court differed. But in terms of saying we want all the time to understand and make the members of the public understand that the courts of our country are supreme. Mm when they issue orders they must be complied with. We're on the same page on that one. The only time in which we differ, even as, as the justices of the Corn court, is in the type of punishment in which we are supposed to get. But that particular punishment, the only difference that we have is that we want to make sure that it is in line with the principles of our constitution.
1: That is a big issue because, you know, that means that effectively two justices of the constitutional court felt that the step that was being taken by the majority in this instance was unconstitutional. Do you (laughs) think that that could well be a case that we see the former president using to say um, yes i'm i'm being punished here i'm being singled out because it, it is me and it's something that that we have seen before that that he has argued even in that open letter uh, to uh, to the acting to to the chief justice rather um moheng, moheng.
2: Mm. I, I think the, the the only problem in which the former president will find is that there's no other forum in, in which you can argue that particular point mm. once once you've been sentenced that's basically the end the only thing that you have to do is to comply with the order and go to prison but w- what what may happen is that th- these particular points could then come up in other cases in terms of saying or uh, my thinking would be that the two justices understood that you are dealing with the Corn Court which is the apex court mm. it's set precedence. So a court, all the other courts that are below which must follow this particular precedent. Now the question would be, if another person defies the, the, the Zondo Commission, they are brought in the same minute which the former president has been brought in, is it warranted that they receive an unsuspended jail time? Mm. And do you really want to impose that hard test and the, the, the sort of the last resort of, 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 of punishment? Just because you are after this one individual who disregarded what the law said, Mm -hmm. disregarded what the court said. So it's almost a system of saying or a notion of saying, do you want to kill this fly with a sledgehammer Mm -hmm. or do you really want to open the way in which the court's operation deal with matters on a case-by-case basis? Uh, If you are going to say you are only going to attach the basis that you are dealing with a former president, what if another former president defies and that their reasons are different to what this president has, has brought in? Mm-hmm. So I think they understood that the role of the court, court judges is not only to issue out judgments. They set the tone for what is there to follow for other courts. So it's important for them to understand their role mm-hmm. and to play it cautiously so that at the end of the day, they don't take away the the. The, the, the right or the dispute rights of any litigants in, in, in any other court that is below them.
1: So they're, they're effectively advancing the law. They're pushing the scope within which uh, the, the legal frameworks currently exist.
2: They're definitely. And, and, and actually adding to it and, and mm, saying, mm. this is the formula in which the courts below us must be able to determine this particular factor. They are going to be guided by the principles in which we are going to identify as the concord. Let us not confine ourselves to the facts that we have here, because inherently we are developing the law so that the courts that are below us are going to use this particular formula when determining the type of punishment that must be given to someone who is found in contempt of court proceedings. So let's be careful in doing this, and that's the importance of this judgment saying the formula is being set in which if I were to appear in court here in Devon, then I'll be able to advance those mm. particular points mm. so that you come to a different conclusion if the facts weren't, by the
1: way. I think it's important to also just explain how different this particular case uh, especially of contempt of court has turned mm. out for what would be uh, you know for for, for for many people this would not be the result uh when uh they, they're facing matters of, of of being in contempt of court
2: mm, definitely and, and and the court said that and that ordinarily what would happen is as um, for lack of a better example a tactic would then say to the person, we are going to send you to prison and, 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 and fine you an X amount of money. However, before we do that, we are going to give you one last chance to go to this particular forum mm. so that you are able to comply with the order of this particular court. If you fail after you've been given this last chance, then we are going to give you this, the, the, the ultimate amount of punishment and send you to prison and also make you pay a fine. Now, in this case, the court simply decided we are not going to go that particular route. We are going straight to prison and we are making sure that you are going to be punished in that particular manner. So there is, there is no other opportunity that is there in order for you to, to satisfy this judgment or to comply with the judgment. And the reasoning of the court being that we can see, uh, Mr. Zuma, from your utterances that you are not going to comply. So we don't even want to waste our time with, with, with giving you that last chance. Go to court and, and and save your time. and In that instance, we are going to serve and, and be able to display to the public that we as the court have all the power to make sure that people comply.
1: One certainly in this moment, at least for me, um, feels the power of the Constitutional Court because suddenly we have, of course, these statements that have been made publicly by the former president that he does not mind going to jail um where this particular case is is concerned um saying that you know he is being victimized and if he's not been given the opportunity for a fair hearing he's willing to take his chances with being imprisoned and it has resulted in that there are no other options it looks like it by you know for for the former president and the reason i'm so cautious about that is because There have been so many other scenarios before where one thought there would be the obvious outcome, such as the Constitutional Court compelling him to go to Zondo. One would have thought, okay, now the former president will go. And he didn't go. So we have seen uncharted waters in different ways. Has the former president run out of options now?
2: That is, is out of options. There's there's no other way which, in my opinion, this can be fought, or can avoid going to jail, other than simply simply complying. But with that being said, he was given a number of chances in which he could have been able to resolve this issue. Even if he attended court himself without legal representation and advanced the same arguments that he's been advancing in in his media statements. Sure, the court would have asked questions, but I'm pretty sure that you would have received a different outcome that would with what we have today. So with him being given a number of opportunities, the opportunities were there. Everything was there. It's just that at the end of the day, he chose not to participate. And the consequences of that are that the court is going to give you the ultimate punishment without ever for being able to hear your side. And you can't blame the court for that. You can only blame the former president.
1: Mpumelelo Zikalala is director at Attorney. Attorneys. A couple of questions coming through for him on the uh, SMS line. Of course, I'm taking your calls, your comments and your questions on 0117142006. Also a number of your voice notes coming in. We'll play those in a moment on 0614104107. Luyanda, over to you for the 11.30 news headlines.
0: The Talking Point with Kathy Sasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday.
1: We continue the conversation on the talking point, big breaking news that we're covering for you. Uh, Former President Jacob Zuma sentenced to 15 months imprisonment, and he'll have to serve that 15 months. It's after he defied a constitutional court order for him to appear before the Zondo Commission of Inquiry. And the basis for this judgment is precisely because he, um, he defied the constitutional court order. The question that many of you are asking is, does it mean he doesn't have to go before the commission? Well, in the judgment, you know, Judge uh, Justice Kampempe was actually saying that when they review the matter, they are of the opinion that exercising the authority of the courts, of the country's courts, at this point is a much weightier matter. Than having the former president appear before the Zondo Commission of Inquiry simply because he has indicated that he has no intention of going before it so they were not willing to take their chances to say with saying okay go to the commission and we'll give you yet another try effectively they believe we've given you enough chances and you have simply not taken any of those opportunities up but even gone further to try and diminish the standing of the courts in the country In handing down this judgment, um, Justice Kampembe also said that she wants to send out a message, quote unquote, let it be known that he or she who abandons all ethical standards must also be prepared to take up the consequences of that behavior. So not just a message. To the former president but the courts are saying we're sending a message out to society we're sending a message out to you as South Africa that if you dare think of not taking us seriously that particular uh, behavior or action will be followed by consequences and this is an example of it. Professor Lisiba Defo is a political analyst and he is with UNISA. Professor Defo good morning to you.
3: It means to you and to the listeners.
1: Let's talk about your own reflections, perhaps, following this a constitutional court judgment.
3: I dreaded this day. I never wanted it. But uh, all attempts at nudging the, the former head of state came to naught. Mm. And um, there has al- there's always been a sense within me that this type, this his conduct may lead us to a precipice. And trying to look beyond my own eyes and yonder, I found the the future too ghastly to contemplate. But that said, I still believed that the Constitution is supreme and we are all equal before it. And there should never be an attempt to legitimize Judge um, Orwell's view that some animals are more equal than others. Mm-hmm. Yes, I wish it had not happened. But at the same time, let the laws of the land be upheld by all and let justice not only be done, let it be seen to be done. It's a pity a man at his age, a man who contributed so much for the country. It is winter. It is a time of COVID. How unfortunate!
1: Why, you know, in, in your reflections, uh, Professor Tafu, you you, you genuinely quite uh, sound quite heavy hearted that this th- that we are here. Why is that? Unpack what is behind that emotion for me, and why you believe that um, we are on the precipice of, of of something here, and and what is that thing? Is it?
3: Jacob Zuma has done so much for the country. And my heart is heavy, not so much because of Jacob Zuma, but because of the mindset of the African leaders, who for them is never about the people, but about themselves. Altruistic leadership, servant leadership. Those are not the main traits of African leaders in the main, not Mm -hmm. all of them. And it is there that makes me feel sometimes ashamed of myself as a black man. What is wrong with our mindset? Mm-hmm. You know, I shall forever, with all his imperfections, Tabo Mbeke said, for this type of society we try to, uh, 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 to create, I would either step down, that behave in any way that can rattle the country, and he stepped down. Because for him, the country came first. For him, the stability, the realization of the nascent democracy that we're all about was more important than self-interest. And we cannot measure Jacob Zuma uh, uh, at the same level, unfortunately. Mm
1: -hmm. Do you believe that where we are today represents a failure? By somebody who is a former leader of this country, to put the country before himself.
3: No, yes, and wait. Uh, you know, what I like about him is is very unsophisticated at one level, and I can tell you, um, I wouldn't say I see much difference between him and Ramaphosa at one level. Jacob Zuma would say it unequivocally: the ANC comes first, and the country second. Mm. President Ramaphosa will use sophistry. But at the end of the day, the ANC comes first, and the country second. They just use different strategies, different languages, right? And then on that score, I would say, for Ramaphosa, it's something else. Unity supersedes all else, even at the expense of the state. But for the other fellow, it would be said it was more about personal gain, pecuniary interest. Right, And that is the saddest thing because we tend to see Africa politics as a vehicle to self-enrichment. That's why little boys and girls in the most remote parts of South Africa, in the name of the ANC, they stab each other, they kill one another precisely because they see politics right, as a vehicle for self-enrichment. And how mm-hmm. are we going to turn that around? Even small children in Kosa's and Fasco, they sound already wounded they talk more about slavery apartheid colonialism they don't talk about the future they don't have a vision of a future that says we have a past but we are not going to be beholden to it mm. we start to build a future today by spending more t- hours in the classroom reading studying than smouthing archaic and anachronistic slogans
1: Professor Defoe, when we look at where we are right now, there are multiple scenarios, at least politically, that uh, could unfold. Do you see a, a situation where the imprisonment of the former president will be used? Um, to try and create a narrative that, that positions him as, as some kind of, of martyr who is effectively, um, again, being victimized by the legal processes of, of this country?
3: Mm, well, th- there will be uh, a section of the society, especially from his part of the world, who would likely to see that. Uh, indeed, from those that are called the RET radical economic transformation, right? The he he he, he may come across as a matter. Maybe it's part of his thinking as well that I would be a martyr, right? Because I think he's no fool. He has understood he he, he read the mood, he understood everything that he was doing. And uh, he might say, I would rather go there than to go to court. And I'm not sure even I hope he doesn't put any form of resistance and allow blood to be spilled one way or another. Because uh, uh, 15 months, effectively, is about four and a half months or four months. Remember, mm-hmm. he, he, if mm-hmm. he conducts yes. himself, yes. he will get a parole. Mm-hmm. And then in mm-hmm. four months, he might be out. And uh, who? some people might have for, uh, forgotten. When we were thinking about Lungisa and the sentence, suddenly...
1: Was, over. It was that oh
3: yeah. tomorrow he's getting out mm. and then wow yo all right so um before we know it he might be out of it and I, I would hope that he can find it himself within he, he can find it within himself just to say you know what not in my name just keep quiet let me go there I'll be back I show you in four months he will be back but uh, if anything my fear my fear is uh, what is likely to happen mm. should others Try to say we are going to defend him by hook or by crook.
1: How, how, how likely a scenario is that, Professor Defoe, and how much of its um, of it taking place? would be hinging on the factions that exist within the ANC currently. So it, by doing that, they would be, they would have to be perceived as they being some kind of currency that would be earned in exchange for the, the violence.
3: Look, um, our society has reached a level whereby there is no coherence. Mm. There is no social cohesion. There is unemployment. There is poverty. There are people lingering in the streets who can easily be swayed, taken advantage of and be brought on board to act in a manner that is debilitating to the country. Right um, And that's what I said what I meant a few months ago when I said, uh, he, he has the potential to rattle the country. Don't underestimate him, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a, it's, a, it's a spent force. He still has power, he still has influence. I appreciate the fact that people follow power wherever it goes. Mm-hmm. That is a maxim applying across the world. Mm-hmm. They, fo- they follow power where it goes. He hasn't got much power today, right? But I don't think one can underestimate that if he doesn't quell and advise otherwise, he won't win. There's no doubt about it. He won't win. But he can rattle the country and he can take us five, ten years backward.
1: Okay. Professor Lisiba Defo, he's a political analyst with um, UNISA the University of South Africa. Thank you so much for uh, your time this morning, uh, Professor Defo. Those are the views that he has expressed there. So uh, concerns, about there being potential violence especially in defense of the former president who now has to go to jail what is the probability of that That's something that um, the professor has put on the table. Just looking at some of your comments on social media, Mr. President says, I understand Prof's feeling. It's never a pleasing sight to see a former head of state going to prison at Kathi Well, yeah, I I have not seen a former head of state go to prison in my years of being a citizen in this country. So, yeah, it's it's definitely uncharted waters. I mean, so many things to think about, right? Will the media be there? Won't we be there? What will we be given access to? But one can just Im- imagine um, the kind of spectacle that it is going to become, I- in particular over the next 10 days. Okay, I'm still getting uh, some WhatsApp voice notes. Uh, in a moment, we're going to be speaking to Kebima where He's the president of the MKMVA, and uh, he's on the line. Before we do, that though just some of your whatsapp voice notes are responding to this particular conversation
3: good morning Oscar and the sfm listeners president jacob zoma our loyalty and our support when end, even if you can go to jail i hope uh, some people are happy he's going to jail and the problem south africa will be finished donano from the thank you
1: hi kathy Zuma made his bed. Let him lie on it. Thank you very much, Jeanette from Princess.
3: Good morning, Cathy. Um, my my take is that Mr. Zuma um didn't get the proper legal advice. It it speaks very dimly about the legal advice that he's got. He had top um uh, legal minds on his in his camp, and uh, you know this tells me that. Uh, they told him to carry on and do what he was doing, and it would be okay. Um, I'm sure he would uh, think otherwise now that the judgment has been uh, handed down. Uh, I say again, uh, speaks very dimly of the uh, uh, legal advice that he received. Um, anonymous Turban, thank you.
0: The Talking Point with Kathimo Mossasana Weekdays, 9am till midday.
1: Well, let me welcome and invite onto the conversation, Kebima Pazwe, the president of the MKMVA. Ndate Pazwe, good morning to you.
4: Morning to you, and your listeners.
1: Yes, without sounding controversial, um, is the MKMVA still a, a, a unit that is recognized right now? What's the status?
4: Yes, it's still recognized. Okay. We can show you the letter. Okay. That is from the, the officials with no decision that has been taken. About uh, the disbandment.
1: Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, so I yeah. just wanted clarity on that before we continue uh, with this conversation, so that we can understand the context uh, of whatever it is you will be saying from from where uh, you you're sitting in terms of um, the broader alliance structures. So your own reaction then to uh, the ruling of the constitutional court today?
4: You know, it's shocking and was very disappointed as. Uh, MKMVA. That means uh, President Jacob Zuma was found guilty before he has been, uh, he has been guilty before he has been found guilty. How does a judge say that these things that happened in the commission, they happened whilst President Jacob Zuma was still the president, even if he is not the president? So there is no report of the Zondo Commission. But you comment about them and say they happened under uh, President Jacob Zoma. Where does she get the reports from? So that means uh, it is clear that what was been saying that uh, the commission wanted Zoma to be uh, the face of corruption. And they did not get it. Now they're even mentioning it in the judgment.
1: But when Mr. M- M- Mr. Mapatsu, that's not completely honest. What the judgment said in reference to the former president appearing before the court, it didn't find him of any guilt. It said that he had a duty to go before the commission and answer, given the fact that he was the president of the country at the time. And the terms of reference of the Zondo Commission of Inquiry specifically have to look into whether the president himself had any role to play play when it came to state capture in this country?
4: Yeah, but you, you see, by by, by, by by so saying, I, I was listening also or watching. Uh, they say he must go and respond. Respond on what? Because President Zuma has been respect, uh, respecting the Constitution. And the only thing that he was saying is that I must be given the right that if I I want to say I don't want to implicate myself. They have been taken away. Mr. Mabhadzwe,
1: previously, in the previous judgment given by the Constitutional Court, he was given the right to uh, not be able to answer questions that he feels would incriminate him. The caveat that was given there was that he would have to say which crime he believes he would be incriminating himself on when not answering so he would effectively have to say i can't answer that question for fear of incriminating myself around on corruption or whatever it is he believes he would be incriminating himself on but remember the judgment that's what the judgment said no i'm not talking about today's judgment yes this is the previous judgment this is in fact the previous judgment yes
4: he does not have the right what yeah? I'm saying
1: to you is that he
4: refused to answer uh, some of the questions, not to incriminate himself. He must explain. So that is why we're saying my constitutional rights that are enshrined in the constitution mm. that I fought for are now being taken away. What is the use of going there? That means I'm already guilty.
1: But Mr. Mr. Mapazo, so what what, we're saying what you're about saying
4: the what, what, today yeah. is that this judgment was predetermined as MKMVA were disappointed and were not happy uh, with it, as MKMVA and uh, P.W. Porter and declared. Refused to appear before the the TRC. And P.W. Porter was fined 60,000. Now with the democratic country that President Jacob Zuma fought for, he is sentenced to
1: un what by what the court? way, by the way, and it's so important that you raise this issue about a country that he fought for and a country that he was president of, which the constitutional court today has also found that Having been the number one citizen of this country, the expectation would have been that he would have a greater appreciation for the laws and the processes of this country. But in fact, they have found that he has played a role in trying to diminish and undermine the legal framework and the processes of this country.
4: He did not, President Chagula. I repeat, but but he that. he, he but has he been held
1: in contempt of court, it, it, Mr. Mapadwe. He ignored so the court order.
4: President Jacob Zuma was guilty before he has been found guilty, because the decision was already taken that he must be the face of corruption.
1: What decision? So, what? But but way? How we see the face of corruption? The Constitutional Court didn't find him guilty of corruption. The Constitutional Court found him guilty of the, the contempt of court.
4: The commission wanted to come to a conclusion. In fact, uh, there is no use for this commission to continue because it, it is wasting the, peop- the the tax of our people because what they wanted, they wanted uh, President Jacob Zoma.
1: Okay. Now for them
4: to continue, we hope Treasury is not going to continue uh, funding them because what they wanted, it was the head of President Jacob Zoma. Now they've got it. But
1: the commission we still doesn't have his head MKMDA because he's still not going before it.
4: We don't accept it. We are very disappointed about the, 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 the Constitutional Court majority people. They did not even want to take into consideration the views of the majority, which I understood they were better for our country. But for what is happening now, it is really taking our country backwards,
1: Mr. Mapatwey. Today's judgment, the the commission is no better off today than it was yesterday in as far as hearing evidence from former President Jacob Zuma is concerned.
4: Look, I'm saying President Jacob Zuma, before he wanted to appear, but he said, if I go and and appear, I must be able to give him the right to keep quiet where I don't want to implicate myself. But the constitutional court, just against that, that no, you don't have a right. You must, you you, you must uh, explain. So that is why we are saying my constitutional right that I fought so hard for are being taken uh, away by my democratic country. So that's what uh, uh, brought this thing to uh, President Jacob Zuma to this to his decision to take such a a, a decision. Okay. And we are also saying that means these freedoms that we fought for really uh, were the freedoms of uh, punishing those who fought for freedom. And we can see it happening now that it is going to continue to punish for those who fought for freedom. That is a, pre- a President Dabo on the lecture on the late Walter Sisulu. So the former apartheid regime, they are hard at work. And they want to see the ANC collapsing and divided and losing the elections. We see it now.
1: Okay. It's happening. Kebima Patswe, the president of the MKMVA, on the line there. I'm going to try and, try and get in a couple of callers before we say uh, goodbye. I'm just going to ask the callers to please keep it as brief as possible for me. Zaza in Cape Town, good morning to you.
0: Yeah, Kev, to be honest with you, uh, with, with your nice English words and everything, I, I think you don't understand the law. The truth is, the commission is still ongoing. There are people who like in that commission. There are people who who... who who could have, who going to be found guilty at the conclusion of the commission. So, Jacob Zuma, he was supposed to be sentenced after the commission is finished doing its work.
1: But you Zaza, can't... this case is not about what he says or does not say before the commission. This case is understand. about the contempt of court. The constitutional court said as much, says that they are dealing with the fact that he defied the court order, compelling him to appear.
0: No, and and which court Which court order is that? Remember, it's the commission that went to court and said Zuma refused to appear in the commission. So the contempt we are talking about is, is the contempt of which court and from which judge?
1: The constitutional court, remember the con court had issued a court order for him to go before the commission of inquiry. Yes, because, and... the,
0: the, because the commission, they went to the constitutional court to lay a charge against Zuma because Zuma refused to appear in the commission, right?
1: go for it, Zaza okay all right I'm not sure where Zaza has gone to okay uh, no I uh, Ma- am my very very quickly for me please very
3: quickly uh, good morning yes the baby three one now Lelana can I'm ok how many my father's call come out of one of us on our our former president applied for this and he must just go straight to jail why do i watch him now you see how fast are they going to implement this warrant of arrest he must be arrested very soon and in jail we want to see him being treated like all the jailers he's a criminal now he must wear what the other jailers are wearing he must
1: eat what they are eating We are sorry for that, but he must have go straight to Okay. All right. Mampeho out in Sikukune. Completely out of time. It's midday. Time for the update at noon. This story is certainly set to keep the conversation going throughout the rest of the day right here on SFM.